0: Tom Bernard Show with Mike Molina, Andy Bernard Bernard, Mike Adlovich, Mo Alexander. Our very special guest, Mo Alexander. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant,
1: Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt, That talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions, or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
0: Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Probably was six. His no. dad was still whipping his ass in He was not six here. Uh, 1970. So how old was how old was Michael Jackson oh. in 1970? Uh, 12. No, he no he. What younger
2: than that? Right. Probably eight. This he was time. 12. Was he really? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he was. Okay. He sounds really young for 12. Indeed. What's well, you road? know,
3: you know, Joe had his. Uh, never mind, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe had him tight tight for until he was like 22. So. Oh yeah. Oh man.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable that 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 whole family thing. Oh man, that was a that was a tough road to hoe right there. Oh
3: my God. Do you know? Okay, so BB King was one of my favorite. Well, Love BB King. So BB uh, King and my grandfather were real tight. Um, oh really? Yeah, dude. I got a picture when I'm like that's fantastic three years old. And it's my grandfather, BB King, and I'm sitting right in the middle of them. And I got Lucille, I'm holding Lucille. <laughs> You're holding Lucille? Yeah, is, I'm like three. I'm like, oh my God. That's amazing. Uh, but uh, so, you know, BB Dad, this year at some point, uh, yep. you know, they got Tito Jackson taking over the BB King band. I know. I don't Tito? understand that either. I have no idea. BB no, King to Tito. Exactly. I have no idea The trend idea is down. The, the trend, trend is down. Like, get out of here, Tito. <laughs> Tito, get down. Tito, get, leave that boy alone, Tito. Leave him alone. Yeah, I don't yeah, I know how are, that's happening. Yeah, it doesn't, that's that's a little odd. Yeah, it is odd. Uh, because, you know, I'm, as I said, I'm from Memphis, man, and I'm a huge music person. I yeah. live... I live less than a minute away from the, what used to be the original Stax record. Stax vote record? Yes, man. right there. Oh, yeah. Now, I, mean, I, I I protested when they tore the building
1: down. Oh, you
3: did? I'm not kidding. It was like 89, and they tore the building down because they wanted some little church to go, we're going to build a community center, and it stayed yeah. vacant for like 15 years, and then they put up a museum. Uh, but, yeah, so I, huge old music. Huge I was going to
0: name some Stacks Volt artists,
3: but people wouldn't know, like Rufus Thomas. Rufus Thomas, the Funky Chicken. They, the, <laughs> yeah. the Funky Chicken.
0: But the average person would not know who Rufus nope, Thomas is. No, no they would not. But, yeah,
3: Stacks Volt, Sun Records, of course, obviously was in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> right down the road from my right house. Right down the road from your house, really. Right yeah, now? right, seriously. It's like you, you, you go down my street, turn the corner, it's right there. Really? It's right there. Is your house number like 1 Mo Alexander Boulevard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I like that. Hey, what's your address? One Elvis Presley Boulevard.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, what? That's my address, man. <laughs> you ever been in? You been in Graceland? I'm permanently banned.
3: Permanently banned. Yep. What would you do now? Um, I kind of scared a lot of old people. What? Wow. How'd you scare them? Um, okay, so this was before I ever No, I'm being dead serious so This is, I'm being dead serious. This was before I ever did stand-up comedy oh, I took okay a, Yeah, I took a friend who wanted to go And I'm like, Ugh, whatever, let's go And um, if you've ever been to Graceland You've been to Graceland, right? Mm-hmm. You know how ridiculous that place is It it's, is ridiculous It's ridiculous And they, gave, they used to give out tours with tour guides I think they still do if you pay enough money but, uh, So I'm in this little tour group And I'm the youngest person in the group by like 30 40 years and uh, me and my friends, are, and I'm just like, ugh. And every time they say something, even though I wasn't a comic, I have always had this dark, twisted energy about myself. Uh, yeah. So I made little comments to the whole time, cracking up me and my friends. And when, and scaring older white women with blue hair and stuff. <laughs> And uh, when you get to the jungle room, the jungle room, you can never go in the jungle room because the jungle room looks like a pimp's car from 1972 exploded onto the walls. It's got the zebra. It's got the, it's the leopard print all leopard the way. Ground. It's leopard, leopard print. print head to the floor to ceiling. Yep. It's wrapped in leopard print. <laughs> and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever it seen. Is. It is. And at that point, I just start I couldn't hold it in anymore. And I broke out. And this is true. I broke out into uh, George of the Jungle. As Elvis would have done it, including karate kicks. So I'm oh, like, George, 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 be whole. And <laughs> I'm doing the whole thing. And this woman falls to her floor, falls to her oh, knees and starts crying like, oh he's God. blaspheming Elvis, he's blaspheming oh. And I'm like, oh my God, for real, this is happening?
2: He's blaspheming Elvis. Elvis. She you can't, said that. He can't blaspheme. Uh, Don't
3: tell an you know. old white woman from yeah. the South that can't blaspheme. <laughs> she lost her man, six security. Guards carried me out really?
4: of that building. Okay. That is insane. Hold, hold the, on, hold oh, on
3: you at the time. I was twenty one. Twenty one. I am forty seven now. And I was twenty six hold on. So twenty years later, I mean so ten or fifteen years later, mid two thousands, I have some other friends want to go. I'm like, all right, let's see if I can go back in this building. And I like, they'll never from they'll never remember you. No. So we go to Graceland again and you gotta walk up the driveway. And this little man on a on a, on a, a golf court, a little security guard on a golf court comes up, Sir, sir, um, you can't be on the property. <laughs> he still knew you? <laughs> I am permanently banned from Graceland. Oh. It is one of the happiest things I can say about myself. Yeah. Now, no, no, oh. that's absolutely true. And I'm trying and see I wanna I, I don't know, if anybody give me a hook up or going to Paisley Park? I'm about to turn into an old blue haired woman because that's my. That's, I got to go to Prince's house. And I even bring my butt cut out pants. I need to go to Prince's house. You got butt cutout I got butt cut out pants. Cutout pants because I really do because I went as Prince like many years later after he'd like. You know, it was like I went to Halloween. Yeah. One year yeah. Prince like uh, Prince 50 years later after he's fallen off, gotten fat, and all this other stuff. <laughs> and I had, I had the butt cut out of my pants. And I had a long trench coat on. And I had boots on. And I had little. I, I did the Prince thing, Royal. I did. And who I spin around, my butt would open up, like, Ah-ha! and they're like, "Ah!" It was awesome. So I left those. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> I'm not lying; so much, but pictures of it on Facebook. I got that it's ridiculous. Thank you. Now, what's the biggest comedy club in Memphis? Uh, the club in Memphis is called Chuckles Comedy Club. Oh, right it is now, there's yeah. the Chuckles Comedy Club. But the independent scene right there is what I usually do. The independent scene is huge because. What Chuckle wants to pay me for a week, I can make it a night because of the independent really? scene, yeah. And now, how, how do they set up the independent... Is, is it an independent circuit, or does the same guy own them? No, 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 no. It's the the comics who came up after I did, probably in the, mid, the, uh, early two, the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. they actually did a bunch of stuff because there was no club in Memphis at the time. So they started setting up their own shows. They had an open mic that really? runs in memphis on thursday nights it's been going for 12 years and it's packed almost every week really almost every week it's like 300 people in there Man. i'm watching enjoy it from 10 to 15 comics and i gotta leave when i want to and do whatever and like where do they do it at a it, movie theater zone? no 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 it's a bar in memphis called the p and h cafe okay. do you know who you know craig brewer right yeah, you know sure, yeah. his first movie was a movie called the poor and hungry mm-hmm. that was his very first movie before he got anything else it's about this place, the really? P H. Yes, and the old woman who is own it, who was a character named Wanda, and uh, she seriously, dude, is this? She was hilarious. She had to be like seventy when I knew her, and she had these big, huge May West wigs on and these hats, and she was hilarious. And after she, I mean, that's what this whole she's in that movie, The Poor and the Hungry. Oh, she is. Yeah. So the, Craig Brewer made that first movie about her and that whole little establishment, and had a story with it, and uh, then of course he went on to make Hustle and Flow. Another right. Memphis movie. Right.
0: Yeah. So. Hustle and flow, God. Mm-hmm. That's been a while. Yes, it has. That's amazing. Now, I mean, that's. Do you think you, you, you did what you did, you know, like at, at Graceland? But mm-hmm. did you learn how to
3: do that because of your neighborhood? No, I learned how to do that because I was bored. You were just bored. That I was, was bored. I'm the only child. I'm the only child. Right. Right. And uh, for a while, <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous to you, for a while they thought I was mentally handicapped while I was a child. Okay They did did? Like Teachers and stuff Teachers And I had I had a childhood Former epilepsy And I had a lot of problems So they thought I was mentally retired Because I didn't associate With other people Mm -hmm. And other stuff And then they were like Oh no He's a genius Oh we're sorry And uh, we thought he was retarded Oh I'm sorry And seriously And they were like We need to move Because My grandmother taught me How to read When I was like two Out of the encyclopedia So while I went to kindergarten I'm just like "Um, Yeah whatever (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. already done all this stuff. Yeah, and it home. was the same way. Yeah, so, so, I was
2: way above the uh, reading level of everyone else in my class. And dude, I was like, I'm so... This I'll, is
3: dumb. I was in first grade reading in a 12th grade le- reading level. They're like, why is he here? We need to... move And, I, and my grandmother wouldn't let them move me up. They would, oh, she wouldn't? She wouldn't because he's, That's too bad. he's like, he's going to be weird enough as it is. Just let him... You know, he'll be bored. We'll find other the stuff for him to do. That's how I got the computers. Yeah, and, I don't know if
2: I'd want to be the, like, the little kid... That's uh, in a classroom full of you know, pubescent teenagers. No, I wouldn't want that. I yeah, wouldn't want no, they no. they no, pick w- you out immediately.
3: Exactly. I was already weird enough and laughed yeah. at the dark stuff that made you know. I'm I'm, I'm I, used, I came up watching Saturday Night Live. So I was, I was five yeah. when the show, six when the show originated. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's who I was at that time, watching that and. Because they were like, he's going to be up all night anyway. Because I didn't have a bedtime. I just did what I did at the house. like, He's fine. He's taking apart a toaster again. He knows what he's doing. It's oh, all good... <laughs> There's Andy. Same, same story. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not and I, I did was.
2: grow up, uh, like, um, well, how big was the town you grew up in? I grew up in Memphis. Well, just, like, actually in Memphis
3: proper? I'm in the heart of Memphis. Oh, okay. I am in the heart of Memphis. Yes, I am. Yeah, I grew up in
2: the opposite of the heart of any city. Uh, Out like in a farm, kind of. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to do unless you could drive, which obviously as a kid you can't. Yeah. Yeah, so you had to figure out stuff to do inside, and, you know, the yeah. options were basically video games, computers, that kind of thing.
3: Well, my grandmother was cool. My grandmother was basically raised. My mom and, me, my mom and I, were whatever, but my grandmother was the one, okay? My grandmother, I still to this day think she was a ninja. And I, I <laughs> no! Dude! I'm not, I sound so stupid! But, okay, so I, I'm a fat dude, but at the same time, well, before my injuries and stuff, I, I was, I taught martial arts for, like, 12 years. Oh, you did? Yeah, I took it for, tw- I took from nine to twenty-one, and from from about fourteen to twenty-one, I taught people. I was assistant. So anyway, um, so when my best friend, who I call my brother, went to the Marines, he he went to the Marines and learned all this land drills. And I was taking a keto at that time. Okay. So when he came back home, we destroyed my grandmother's house by throwing each other all across oh, the house. God. We were like, ha! Oh, oh, that's a great move. Let me show you. Ha! And this woman who was like five foot two came in, looked at us for like ten minutes. She's like, "Let me see that one move you just did," and I, I showed it to her in slow motion. She's like, okay, so this is this thing called inside. It's an outside wrist twist, and you move like this. And she's like, "Let me see if I got this." And this woman. Grabbed me and did it full speed full force the first time I was literally off the ground like three feet and she tossed me (laughs) into the couch and just walked away I'm like, okay, no, no that don't happen like that Something's up with this what the and she would do stuff like that all the time Like she took my butterfly knife. She's like, let me see that butterfly. That's a nice little knife And I she show me how to use that And I showed her how to use the thing and then she took it from me and did what's called an ice pick drop, and I'm just like, where the hell did you learn? What are you get away from me? <laughs> so how went. did she know? I don't know. She never not about her old life. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. go. That's what I'm talking about, dude. There you go. She never butterfly knives about
2: that. are huh? semi-new, aren't they? Huh? Didn't they? Didn't butterfly knives originate like? relatively recently? Well,
3: I don't I don't know where they originated, but they were in the 80s. That's where I had mine, in the 80s. And that woman knew how to do that thing like on the first... I'm like, you need... <laughs> no. She was so weird, man. She would walk around the house at night with a gun in her hand and mm. when she'd hear a noise. But like, you and me... Just we, in we, case? Just, no, no, she'd hear a noise and she's like, somebody better not be trying to break in my house. And... She would not just carry a gun. She would put a washcloth over the gun in her hand. And she said she did it because she didn't want to surprise the person she was about to shoot before she shot him. Well, good. <laughs> what are you doing? It's just an old lady with a washcloth. This <laughs> is just oh, an bag. old lady with a washcloth pointed right at you. I'm like, this woman is ridiculous. But How, yeah. how big was she? She was five foot three, two, maybe. Five foot two? Yeah. Yeah, so when she flipped me in my six 3 I'm like, what? The, no, uh-uh. I mean, because she went full speed. she just like, let me just, know, just pow! No, that wasn't, you knew how to do that before you met me. I don't know what you just did. No right? doubt
0: about it. See, I, I used to love you know, grow, growing up as a little, little boy. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was Old Jewish Men and Big Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Big Mama didn't put up. You know what? So I know. Most I know. people don't know what Big Mama is. I know is. Big
3: Mama. See, my, we, yeah. I, I, she wouldn't, She didn't like the name Big Mama. She no, like, no, I would imagine. No, not, no, no, no. She didn't like that. She wasn't a No, I can't. I, yeah, no. I understand what you're saying, though. No. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. They put up with
0: zero crap from anybody. Yeah. I just absolutely love that about them.
3: When she, uh, my mom and her had some issues with each other. And my mom one day was like. That's her daughter? Yeah, her daughter. Okay. She was like, when you die, I'm going to bury you in pink. And my grandmother <laughs> threw, a phone. Uh, threw a phone. Not an iPhone. You know the big-ass house, mm, the house phone. There. yeah. She threw a house phone at my mom and said, if you bury me in pink, I'm coming back after you. I'm coming back. When my grandmother died, my mom's car died in the parking lot of the church. And it was there for two days, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. When I went to the bury when I went to the funeral, the, the visitation of the body, my grandmother was in a pink casket, yeah. cake, a pink oh, lipstick, man. a pink dress. <laughs> and when I saw that, I lost my mind and went <laughs> off. And then I started laughing to death because like her car won't start. She got vengeance. She knew. She it's got phenomenal. vengeance.
0: We'll be back in just a couple of seconds. We've got one more segment with Mo Alexander. He is at. Royal Comedy Theater tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday at eight o'clock. Be right back, Tom Bernard. My Pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one My Pillow and get one free online with my code KQRS. Or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do. At Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, they hire the best people, treat them right, and they treat you right when you call to schedule an appointment. Bryant furnaces and air conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Visit SabreHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. records was an independent record label andy down in memphis
2: oh the fucking chicken guy okay Mm -hmm. yes there you go The thing he's known for, the Funky Chicken. The Funky Chicken. <laughs> the Funky Chicken. So <laughs> that's a, a, a good legacy.
3: If you don't know, you need to, if you haven't, you've never seen him, you need to research him. He's hilarious. Well, I can imagine. He used to wear these big high top silver boots up to his knees, some silver shorts, wear a on stage, and <laughs> the Funky Chicken
2: thing. Did the 60s thing pretty hard? Oh,
3: yes, definitely. He's in the movie Stax, uh, watch Stax, or Stax Walks. He's oh, in yeah, that movie. he movie, Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you need to check him out. Stax is the place, man. I was trying to think. You you know
0: Johnny Guitar Watson? Yep. What, what label was he on? Because I can't remember. I'm
3: not going to be able to tell you that. I'm not going to be able to tell you that.
2: Andy, you can see Johnny Guitar Watson. Johnny Guitar on. I'm not sure
3: what label he was on. He was
2: on a lot of labels. Oh, was he? Oh, was he? Yeah, Federal, RPM, Keen, Class, Kent, RV, Goff. King uh, King, King, yeah, Yeah. Highland, Joe, Watt, OK, Fantasy, (laughs) DJM, (laughs) A&M, Valley View, and Wilma.
3: Yeah, a lot of of those little labels inside the bigger labels. around. Where did he have,
0: like, Real Mother for you and... uh, uh, ain't that a bitch? That was a, <laughs> that was a great song. That is DJM. Ain't that a bitch? Somebody doing something slick downtown. Oh, it's fantastic. You know your music. Well, I was a, I was a, from the time I was eleven to nineteen? I was an R and B singer. Oh, were you really? Yeah, I was. was that oh, dude. It was fantastic. We that, could talk for hours. Mom. We could, we could, we could I'm, talk about everything.
3: Well, hey, uh, Mike, you gotta bring me back so I can just come back to the show. <laughs> <hang out. laughs> we can call in once in a while. <laughs> hey, come I'll right? call in anytime. I'll call in.
0: Do you ever, do you ever play West Palm Beach? The uh, improv? Uh,
3: no, I have not. Play, I haven't been down there in like uh, ten years. Oh, you haven't? No, no. You, I, haven't, you, I haven't been down there since it was Uncle Funny's. Oh yeah, yeah. that's been a while. Yeah, that has been a while. Do you ever do any acting or anything? Occasionally, occasionally you? you'll find me. In, you'll find some of my movies in the two dollar bin at Walmart three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> did you mention?
1: Did you mention you're on the uh, next week Comedy I
3: Central? I haven't mentioned that yet. But uh, yeah, <laughs> what are you uh, doing next week? Heart of the City. Kevin Hart has a show. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did Memphis back in July, and that airs next Friday, the fifteenth.
0: You know, he's actually, I've only met him a couple of times. He's a really nice
3: man. He is. A, he's a good dude, man. He really I'm not, is. I'm not, I'm not, you know, a lot of people hate on him because he's a good dude. Why do he, they, why? Because he's a hard worker. He, okay. Because he's successful? Of all, <laughs> he's very successful and he's a very hard worker. That's the thing, people don't understand. He's a hard worker. He is. I yep. mean, he, he taped the show with us that night and be, he flew out that same night because he had to go do something else for Jumanji. Uh, and I'm just right, like, Jesus right. Christ, what are you talking about? And then he had to be somewhere else the next day. He's in, it's insane what he does. It's insane.
0: I do. I have to do this now because I complain to every every black entertainer that comes in this
3: room. Okay, what does Steve Harvey do now? I re- <laughs> Another TV show. About 17 TV I know, shows. I know, I know, I know. Now, Go ahead. My, one of my inspirations.
0: The reason that I started you know, telling jokes and acting like a fool and all that stuff is it's the only time my father would ever talk to me. Okay. So at seven years old I would stand up and do literally do stand up for him and make him laugh. And it's the only time he ever talked to me. That's, so that's where that came from.
3: Okay.
0: You know, and as you move on through life, it just so that's why I always like to meet people. One of my big inspirations in life was Richard Pryor. Okay. And what makes me angry and I complain to every black person I meet, I cannot say the name of his first two albums. <laughs> <laughs> It's against the rules. I cannot say the name of my two favorite comedy albums of all time. Oh, yes.
3: I, I just understand. call them
0: I, I just call them that and Bicentennial. That's all,
2: <laughs> that's all I call. Them. Well, I think the first one originally uh, uh, like when it, they changed the title to Crazy, I think is oh, what it's now. Oh, did they change it? it, it. I they think that's what it's called now. No. Well, I mean like it, when they have to advertise it on TV or whatever, they I... would call it, they would just call it Crazy, I really? think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> because oh, I mean, you can't say that on TV. That's why not? Sure. I mean, why Maybe it's
3: on a... BET. No, they don't even trust me. They've been get mad at me when said it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, those are two of the best albums ever made. Two ever
0: made? I think they're the best two comedy albums ever made.
3: Oh my God, Richard Unbelievable. Richard Pryor! You got to say Richard Pryor is an influence to any comic out there. If they say they're not, they, they're lying. He, no, they don't know comedy. You shouldn't go well, watch him. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. that's the thing because Richard Pryor taught everybody. And I mean, you know, I love Dick Dick Gregory. I love Dick Gregory was Dick, wonderful. Oh, he yep. just died too, and I'm really he just died. Yep. Uh I loved Dick Gregory. I loved uh, I love Paul Mooney, who was one of the contemporary who used to write for Richard Pryor. Yep. I love Richard Pryor. I mean, uh, I, I, as I said, I grew up watching Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yep. That episode, I saw the live version of the Chevy Chase Richard oh, the Pryor Richard thing. The, the, the interview. Peckwood. Peckwood. <laughs> <Croc-a-croc-a. laughs> Sambo dead. Dead.
0: dead <off> <laughs> it's the greatest of all Dude,
3: time. Dude, I watched that with my uh, grandmother, and we yeah. are laughing our butts off. But it was I'm the just greatest. Like, I'm six. I don't even know why this is that funny, because I hadn't heard half these words. And I'm just like, this is, okay.
0: You know I just saw again for the first time in about 30 years was Car Wash. <sighs> I
3: oh, watch, yeah. There's a couple, oh, movies, there's a couple movies I watch every year, religiously. And Car Wash is number one on that list.
0: When well, he's up, the Reverend's uh, up the there. The Reverend's up. He's up there getting his shoes shined and somebody goes, you're a fraud, you ain't nothing but a fraud, and you're a nobody. He goes, you lucky I'm a Christian, man, I'll be down there kicking in your ass.
3: <laughs> See, a nigga would have handled that movie oh, differently. My... What in the fuck is that fucking smell? <laughs> wow!
1: And Apparently. all that
0: racket upstairs. Is the girl, is the girl crazy? <laughs> smell like shit in here. <laughs> Some devilish shit of that. He was on the- You walk in the room,
3: bitch, what's wrong with you? Get up out of bed, wash your ass, girl. Stinking up the whole motherfucking house, and get the cross out your pussy. Oh,
0: Man, like, you got some editing yeah, to do
3: now yeah, You got to do a lot of editing I've been nice all day long yeah, Let's go over We'll go know, over by 30 seconds Thank you, Good night. In what? cases
2: like that We usually just cut the entire thing out yeah. Dude, like, yeah, yeah, It doesn't sound it like it. Every now
3: and then I do Every now and then Me and some friends Do stuff for kids And uh, one time uh, About three or four years ago My friend Jane Hayes and I uh, Taught this uh, theater type class uh, On a weekend thing Okay and uh, she did not want to listen to me, but because she, she wanted to show kids Richard Pryor, I'm like, No, you, oh, really, can't yeah. no, no, no. No. you really can't do that. No, can't do that. It she's wouldn't like, even make sense to them to begin with. Dude, so I'm at this high school retreat thing for a weekend. Uh, and the first thing, she's like, all right, let me show you the virgin prime." I'm like, you really don't want to do that. It can't be that bad the first five oh. minutes. Oh, we might need to cancel some of this. And she popped So You don't understand, we had three other administrators come and talk to us. Oh, Like, I told, I tried to tell her. She didn't believe Don't blame the black dude. I didn't bring the virgin prior tape. This is the first was, I was innocent. I, I brought stand Stanhope, which is a whole different thing. Uh, I'm innocent. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great. A bunch
1: of those kids went off to college to study history after Exactly, that. exactly. They
3: You're were like, like, ooh. Dude, they like, ooh. ooh. history's pretty good. Yeah, it was a bunch of little white kids who'd never heard of Richard Pryor, and they just, they, ooh. That bit he just played. I brought that home
0: and played it on the, on the home stereo. Remember when TV and the stereo and the radio were all in one unit? The same big unit. unit. big yep. old unit? Yep. So I'm playing Richard Pryor's that album. Mm -hmm. Or is it called Crazy? Yeah. (laughs) I was playing Crazy. And my mother, I didn't know my mother was home because she was usually working 12, 14, 16 hours a day Mm -hmm. as a diner waitress. So I didn't think anybody was home. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I hear from her bedroom, what the hell are you playing? (laughs) Pryor going off the deep end. Oh, God, it was wonderful. The, you know who's really nice is Rain. His daughter, Rain Pryor, is. A,
3: I have never he, met oh, Rain. She's so I want to nice. ha, hang out with her so much because she's I used great. to have a crush on her so bad. Oh, no, yeah, I, I played
4: play. one of the best clips with Richard Pryor was with the heckler. Some oh, guy oh. Oh. Oh, about, uh, about about about
0: uh, Peoria. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: <laughs> he goes after him about Peoria, Illinois. Oh,
4: because <laughs> oh, I played a bunch of Pryor because uh, this past Friday was his birthday. Right. It would have been right, his birthday, right. so that's one of my favorites. Just, I. Uh,
0: you know, honest to God, that whole the way he grew up, his 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 grandmother was a madam, his mm. mother was a hooker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, what a way to grow Here's
3: up. Here's my question: Why are they trying to make a Richard Pryor biopic when he already did it, and it's called JoJo yeah, Dance? or your life is calling. Right. I don't he need to see Mike yeah. Epps as Richard Pryor. I'm good. I saw <laughs> Richard Pryor. Richard.
0: Seriously. Did I he I get out of ri- prison in order to do it? What he goes to prison about every other year. <laughs> I don't
3: know what the deal is with Mike.
0: Mike's going to
3: prison. Mike, is, Mike has lost his. Mike in prison? No, he's not in prison now. No, no. Good. good, L- good. Uh, Mike Epps has lost his mind. He has lost because his mind. he started a fight with Kevin Hart, and I'm just like, why would you why? do that? Why would you? Oh, that's do right. That? He, he said he wasn't funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I remember like, that. Yeah,
3: yep, yeah I, I do mean, remember like, that. I mean, it, it's been—I it's, it's, don't know—it's been ongoing. It's I know.
0: a, why? I don't good why marketing. Would,
1: no, yeah, it's no. not good marketing. It, it's no, not good, good marketing. marketing. No, no, not no, for no. Mike Epps, it's not. No, no, because Kevin will crush him. Oh yeah, Kevin
3: has already put out two tapes. But, t- but, two- but
1: would people know who Mike Epps is? They used relevant, to relevant, well, but he, relevant, like more relevant. Be- black without people, know being who, in my, the fight. I don't know, who
3: white people know who Mike Epps is, but black some, people, some some, people, some some do. But white, more more white people know who Kevin Hart is than they would yeah, Mike absolutely. Epps. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, God, when, yes. you, when you go and start trying to start a fight with Kevin Hart. First of all, you have lost the black community because the black community loves Kevin Hart. Yep, yep. And you're not going to get any white fans because they only remember your ass from Friday Part 2.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's it. That's all you have remembered you for. And, and he's just talking trash to Kevin Hart. And I'm just like, he can buy your house and yeah. kick you out of it. Just leave him alone. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know that he developed his comedy routine while he was in prison. Mike, what years was he in prison, Andy?
2: Uh, his past is kind of hard to find information. Yeah, around.
0: that's a fact.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know he was in prison for two years at some point. Oh, it, yeah. He, and he popped in and out there, kind of, just kind of like, you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, popping in and out of the. He was dealing, he dropped out of high school, started dealing drugs, and then went to prison. Right. Um, and that's where he developed his comedy routine.
1: yes He's in prison. They need to send more comics to prison so they write new <laughs> material. Yeah, well, there's a lot of new material to write in prison. <laughs> Keep them laughing. That's
0: Keep that was his whole laughing. deal. Keep them laughing. Keep them laughing, man, and they don't want to go after you. Exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly. That's that's why all comics are all good comics are like that because uh, not only be jail, like you know, I was a I was a, a weird nerdy fat kid, and I learned it at an early age. Uh, if I made the teachers laugh, I was cool. Yep. I don't care about these yep. kids. Yep. These kids are going to give me a show. If I made the teachers laugh, I'm all golden. So the teachers would crack up on me, and kids would be like, "You a kiss ass." I'm like, "I got to, hey, You better get away from me. <laughs> uh, you got suspended off the basketball team for the third time with your seventeen F. Get away from me. I'm playing tonight. How about you? <laughs> you worked that, work that whole deal out. <laughs> I worked that whole deal <laughs> out real uh, nah, nah,
0: nah, quick. Nothing wrong with that. Real quick. So yeah, I don't you know. know why that does. I, 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 that's been a couple of years now. It's been a few years now since Mike Epps did that, isn't it? No,
3: this is recent. The Kevin Hart, we oh, did it again. This, this is recent. This is he this went year.
0: Somebody else like oh, three oh, years ago. He
3: went out. I think he went out to. I know who he went out to. Cat Williams at first. That's exactly right. Cat, cat Williams, Williams, and now he's going after Kevin Hart. I'm just like, really, dude. <laughs> really, <laughs> what is your pro I mean, he can go after me. He can. He can. He can body me. But you at the same time, you know, you don't go after Kevin Hart. You don't go after Cat Williams. Cat Williams got his
1: own little problem. Why didn't you go after yeah. Mike Evans? Huh? You should go after Mike Epps.
3: Because Mike Epps will shoot me.
1: Uh, well, then just that's do it, Mike, it Mike while, you're, while you're on my Mike Twitter account. F- F- Mike, that oh, oh, yeah. While was, oh, thank that, you good. Good. that part Royal is true. Royal Calvin says, Gavity Royal does set. Hey, Mike F- bite my... Okay, okay. F- I'm, 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 oh, you Minnesota.
3: You don't understand what you did. You can get shot by Mike Epps. So this going to be hilarious. Um, uh, no, but Mike, uh, Epps is, Mike Epps is hood. Mike Epps is hood as you can get. Yeah, Don't let the fool hear
1: as hood as he can get. As he's shooting me, I'm going to be like, and Friday part two sucks. <laughs> You're still not Chris Tucker.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, fuck
1: Chris. Tucker. Oh, fuck. Right. I said it. You got to buzz oh, that. Gotta, uh, as gotta, as, as gotta long as out.
2: someone notices, it's not a problem. You got knocked the F out. Yeah. Well, no,
1: just, he totally, <laughs> after, after Friday, Dude, he it. found God and stopped being funny.
3: Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh-huh. Speaking of the movie Friday, which is a great movie, by love the way. Love that movie. Sonny, <laughs> tiny Lister. Debo, in the movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I saw him recently. I was, watch, I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was watching uh, The Fifth Element, where he plays the president. Have you seen that movie? You know, Fifth no. The Fifth Element? No. Yeah, that's good.
4: Uh, is it good? Uh, it's a great yeah, movie. It's a, a great right? movie. It's great movie it a whirl. It's Bruce uh, Willis oh, yeah. and Chris Coffman. forgot Tucker's about in it. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a great
3: movie. But uh, Debo is in that movie playing the president of the whole earth. And I just was watching this, and like, why does he sound more presidential than anything Trump has ever said? That, right. uh, I, I mean, I know you got. If you watch the movie, you'll call me and be like, Mo, why are you right? Why are you right? Because he, he does He's not doing the Debo character. He's playing a presidential dude. He's like, we have to calm down now, folks. And I'm just like, what? What is going on Where'd here? Where'd that come from? Just, I didn't know you sounded like that, Debo. I didn't know you could not yell. And you just need to watch it. You'll see what I'm saying. You'll call me. You're like Mo. You're right. He, yeah, okay. Mo, it was phenomenal having you in studio. Thank you for time. having me. This is the oh, most
0: fun I've had in a while. It's great. Thanks to Mike Edlovich, of course, for setting it up. Royal Comedy Theater tonight, tomorrow night. And I said something nice about you. You don't have to put your headphones on again. Uh, can you, I,
3: heard it.
1: I heard it.
0: Tonight, it? tomorrow night, and Saturday night.
3: Can you guys follow me on Twitter at Mo Alexander, please? Yeah. At Mo Alexander. Yeah. We'll Instagram. get it done. Or visit my website, slapthestupid.com. Yeah. Slap the Dot com. works for me. <laughs> All right. We'll <laughs> be back. Tom Bernard show.
0: <laughs> Tom Bernard here for Whiting clinic. LASIK and I care LASIK changed my life. Dr. David Whiting changed my life. He can get rid of those contacts, get rid of those glasses and truly change your life. He's performed over 100,000 LASIK procedures. So there's no one else around who can compare. Let me tell you, if you're thinking about having your eyes corrected Check out Dr. Whiting and the folks over at Whiting Clinic. They've got the most advanced lasers, they've got the most experience, and they've got the best price guaranteed. All the reasons you'd choose Whiting Clinic for your LASIK vision correction. Make this year the year that you get LASIK from Dr. David Whiting. Schedule your free LASIK exam at whitingclinic.com and please tell them I sent you. That's whitingclinic.com to take the first step
4: Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Happy
0: happy holidays.
3: Holidays. Happy
1: holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, Happy holiday to you.
0: Right there, little holiday spirit. Anson Williams, our special guest. How are you doing, sir?
4: I'm doing great. Hi.
0: Things are marvelous. I'm assuming things are marvelous anyway. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's a good way to that's a good way to say.
0: New laws protect public from drowsy drivers, designed to save thousands. Anson Williams of Happy Days carries on yes. Uncle Dr. Henry Heimlich's mission. Wait a minute, Uncle. Was he, he's not really your uncle, is he?
4: He's my second cousin, but I've called him Uncle ever since I was born. He just uh, Uncle Hank,
0: and he he just passed away. What about a month ago?
4: No, he passed away about a year ago, last December seventeenth. Is that a that's year that's
0: already? It. Oh, I cannot yes. believe that's a year already. Cause he just saved someone just before he died with the Heimlich maneuver, didn't he?
4: That yeah, it was the first time he had done it. Right on someone, yeah, yeah.
0: What a great story that was. Yeah, Doctor Henry Heimlich gave somebody the Heimlich maneuver and saved their life. I'll never that was a great story.
4: Yeah, at ninety six years old.
0: Ninety six years old. So tell Uh me about tell me about your effort here. What, What what you're up to with the new laws to protect public from drowsy drivers.
4: Well, this is again. Dr. Heimlich now is going to save more lives than the Heimlich maneuver. He already is. Uh, it all started years ago. I was directing a, a show. Uh, we're out in the local uh, desert uh, outside of L.A. Hard day, and I, I literally fell up, fell asleep at the wheel driving home and almost killed myself.
0: Oh, nuts, not. And good. I
4: talked to Dr. Oh, yeah. And I talked I talked to Dr. Heimlich about it, and he said, "Anson, cut up lemons. Keep them in the car. He said if you start feeling drowsy, bite into it hard." He said. The, the citric acid with the sour level will hit the lingual nerve on top of your tongue, and the automatic reflex reaction of the body is adrenaline. Whoop! You're up. You're alert. Nothing in your system. It worked for years, and then during that time, I went into um, creating products that were problem solvers, and I started researching drowsy driving. And you and you, you know, there are over 168 million drowsy drivers a year. 250,000 fall asleep a month. Over one out of five accidents are caused by it. One out of five. Uh, uh, again, 250,000 drowsy drivers, more fatalities and injuries than drunk driving and uh, medicated driving combined. It's up there with guns, alcohol, narcotics-related accidents. I mean, it's catastrophic in this country. I called Dr. Heimlich and I, I said, "Hank, hey, what if what if we took the right amount of citric acid and the right amount of sour lemon water, little preservative, put it in a spray drop, and just spray the top of your tongue and hit the and hit the lingual oh. nerve?" He said, "Oh my God, Anson, do it." He said, "Anson." Do it. He said, you will save more lives than the Heimlich Maneuver. So with him, with me being able to talk to him, we developed and created Alert Drops, which has already saved so many darn lives. We've been honored by the U- U.S. Congress, California State Senate, City of L.A. If people go on AlertDrops.com, they'll, they'll see why it works, how it works, the science, all natural, no caffeine, no stimulants. Dr. Heimlich's brilliance. I'll read testimonials. Then go to Amazon.com, read all the people it's already helped. Literally alert jobs and Dr. Heimlich's brilliant naturally is going to is gonna stop geology driving. I mean today we can stop people from, from, from getting at unnecessary tragedies.
0: Now how can why Very is important? Why has this never been brought up before? I mean how long ago did he did, did Dr Heimlich discover this by the way?
4: Well he, he just he knew the science behind it. He, he's
0: oh I see an okay. expert
4: on sensory connection if you go, like, at our website, alertjobs.com, MIT has done studies on it. Through the years, there's all these studies about citric acid, sour lemon, and the lingual nerve. So it's very, very old science, and he knew it. That's why he said bite into lemon. My idea was just making it more civilized and, yeah, and yeah. available by putting it into a spike. So he just had all this knowledge. I would have never known about that. But he has, but he But he, he's very much into the body helping the body without... Western medicine if you don't need it. So he's very, he knew the sensory connection of to tongue and brain. So just a brilliant man and I just, you know, his, his legacy, not only now is he saving so many lives for the Heimlich Maneuver, he's saving even more through alert drops and stopping jazzy driving with the body waking the body.
0: You know, Anson, I, you're probably right in that if you told people to cut up a lemon, oh, that takes too much effort, I forgot to do it, blah, 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 but if alert drops are in your, in your glove compartment, you're good to go
4: yep you're that, good to go that makes now, total we're sense also, we're also also uh we're uh, uh people uh, construction companies are buying it up because any anybody that needs to have clarity for their job hospitals doctors um nurses um uh, anybody working heavy machinery any any time you need total clarity kids in classrooms i mean it's, it's instant alertness with your body naturally you know uh, alerting the brain to wake up.
0: So it's probably a much better idea than college students doing white crosses. <laughs> probably a much better idea. Yeah. <laughs> much better idea no, than.
4: And people tell me, "Oh, caffeine!" I go, "No, caffeine doesn't work. One, it takes twenty minutes to take effect. Two, it makes you jittery. You need so much of it, and it screws up your whole slap, sleep pattern. And you just—it beca- just becomes a merry round of exhaustion." You know, that's why, you know, Dr. Hyman understood how the body helps the body. It's just, right. this is no so different than going to the, the doctor's office. You know, they have the rubber mallet and they sure, touch reflexes. Sure. Yep. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a reflex reaction of sensory connection of tongue and brain and the body telling the body to wake up. Very simple.
0: You know, what's really kind of sad and, and frightening more than sad is that when you consider drowsy driving and distracted driving and angry driving and it's a I'm surprised anybody gets home alive
4: yeah i mean it's well there's a lot there's a lot of other problems yeah i mean it's, you know the car's a weapon yep. you have to take responsibility you really do and you, and you can't be you can't be texting you can't be you know you know you've got to you have to have those eyes on the road all the time because there's so many people who aren't that, that aren't you need to you need, you need you need to take preventative measures you need to be aware of what's going on around you, but the one thing we can stop the one thing we can stop today is drowsy driving, which is number one in terms of uh Fatality.
0: now where do people go about Now, now i know that you have alertdrops.com mm-hmm. correct so people can just go out to alertdrops.com to buy the product or is the product they, available everywhere
4: well it's not everywhere yet but it's all over uh, amazon.com has, oh okay all sorts of different opportunities if they go to amazon.com you can buy 12 packs you can buy six packs two packs one whatever you want and very reasonable and free shipping and all that so uh If they want to just buy immediately, go to Amazon.com. If you want a lot of information, go to AlertDrops.com. You
0: know, what's interesting about that, Anson, I do uh, an afternoon show, but I also do a morning show, and I wake up, Uh like this morning I woke up at about 4 o'clock and I have to go on the air at 5.30, and I was just thinking for me to get up, some days I get up, uh, you know, I sleep a little longer and I only have about a half an hour. So something like AlertDrops for me in the morning because it's so early that would actually help me quite a bit, and it would be a very healthy way to do it.
4: It would help you tremendously. In fact, you know, a lot of our industry, a lot of the entertainment industry, a lot of shows are using it because you know, like, like we all have these very early hours. It's exhausting, right? Right. Big, it's a big, big. You'll find it to be a huge benefit, and you're and and you're not doing anything bad for your system. You know, it, yep. it's a, a very natural way to stay alert and safe.
0: What I like about that is I just noticed I was, I was reading your your. Your bio, as a matter of fact, Anson Williams, our special guest. We're talking about alert drops, Doctor Henry Heimlich. I cannot believe that was a year ago already, Anson. That's amazing that he that he passed away. Yeah, about. yeah. But you work fifteen-hour yeah. days. I, I You and I have that in common. I work about fifteen, sixteen hours a day myself.
4: Right. Right.
0: So what do you do? You, uh, you do everything. You just go from thing to thing to thing. Well,
4: not well, not. Not so much. I, I try to have it a little more disciplined than that, but it just depends on the day. If I'm happy to be directing a television episode, that's the different right. different day. If uh, if another day I'm just dealing with you know commerce, you know that that's that's a different situation. So I just I just try to you know it's it's all. I just try to block, take the moment, balance it out, try to keep stress down to a minimal level. That's important. Um, and uh, and. You know, just be proactive in, in, in being as healthy as I can, you
0: know? Well, that's not a bad idea in, in any case. I was just reading, doing more reading about uh, the problem of drowsy driving Americans, uh, the yeah. number of thousands of Americans each year. In fact, it can be just as dangerous and happens more often than drunk driving. I suppose drowsy driving does happen more often than drunk driving. Oh, it does,
4: because more people drive drowsy than, than drunk. It's just it's just the numbers, yeah. I told you, in 2012, the National Sleep Foundation uh, did a very detailed study, so it's more now. But they found then there were uh, at least 168 million drowsy drivers a year. At least. <laughs> That's a mean? lot of drowsy. And, f- and one out of five, at least, fell asleep at the wheel.
2: This is 28% so here a- in your bio. Yeah. That's a lot of people.
4: Yeah, it's it's... It, that's right. It's millions of people, so it's 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 a big, big problem. But this, with the crazy world today, this is one problem we can resolve. You know, the average age of fatality too is eighteen to twenty-five years old. College kids are not coming home. You know, uh, we can stop this. We can stop families being torn apart because it's unnecessary, you know, tragedies caused by drowsy driving. This is, and Dr. Heimlich knew it. And I talked to him a few weeks before he passed. And uh one of our, one of the last parts of the conversation was me promising Doctor Heimlich that this would get out to everybody. And he he reiterated this will save more lives than the Heimlich maneuver. Get it out there. You
0: know what amazes it's me ridiculous. is that the one scary thing for me, Anson, is the fact that uh, if I'm going to work a 14, 16 hour day, something like that, luckily I don't drive into work. I do the morning show for my house. But if I did back in the old days, so in the morning, I'm going to get killed by a, a drowsy driver and coming back home at night, I'm going to get killed by a drunk driver. That's great news. <laughs> it's a little scary when you look at it that way,
4: isn't it? Well, that's why you have to do everything you can, everything you can to be safe. You know, you got to you know, drunk, you got it. First of all, you got to be alert you can be on the lookout for any kind of uh, dangerous situation.
0: No question. And, and then you throw distracted driving in there, too, and it's just, I'm surprised anybody mm-hmm. lives when they get behind a wheel. It's its a very dangerous, I hope that people have a new respect for how dangerous it actually is to drive a motor vehicle.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's a weapon. It is a weapon.
0: No, you're right. And, and,
4: and what really hurts is when there's a drowsy driver that doesn't doesn't get hurt, but he killed a family, an entire family.
0: Yeah, it's... You know, that's
4: what gets, And that's why I'm so passionate about this. I am so passionate about this because I know it saves lives. I cannot sit back and not crow about this because I know it saves lives. I know someone today, because of your generosity and your hard work and your platform, that we're able to communicate the the, the, the message out there. Someone's life today is going to be saved because they listen to your program. I guarantee it.
0: No, I don't care. Somebody's life is
4: going to be saved.
0: I think you're absolutely right about that. You know, I have to ask you something. What, what uh, nationality or what country is the name Anson from?
4: Oh, God, I think, you know, it's funny. I'm, I think it's a Swedish name, but it only became, I, I'm so bad about that. Because what happened was I was going to be called Andrew, but my cousin got here first. So, you know. <laughs> there you so go. I sw- back, back then, you stayed in the hospital a while. I was yep, baby yep. Heimlich for three days. Baby Heimlich for three days, and they were looking through books. Because they wanted Anne in the name because of my grandma Anne. Yeah, okay. They wanted that so they found Anson in a book.
0: Yeah, because one of my favorite writers of all time was Anson Mount, great writer. Right. Really, really right, good writer. Right, so right. I've often wondered then where but, the name Anson did come from.
4: Yeah, so it came. They want well, it came from a book, but they wanted Anne in the title, in, in the name. I could have killed. Growing up though, I could have strangled them. You know? Ah,
0: it's Anson a great Heimlich. name. Anson, Anson Heimlich? Oh, my God. You
4: know, the first day of school is always torture. Uh, Anson,
0: Anson Williams, ladies and oh, gentlemen, just go to alertdrops.com. Your, your producer's going to kill me if I keep you any longer, Anson. I appreciate your time, though. Oh, oh
4: hey, thank you so much. Awesome. Oh, hey, great holidays, play. everybody. Happy
0: holidays to you, Anson. Thank you. Alertdrops.com, as a matter of fact. Well, he said we had him till 2.50. Oh, it's 2.53. That's why. Ye-
2: yeah.
0: Whoops. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, he's a good guy. Anson Anson Williams has always been a really nice guy. And that makes total sense, by the way, that drowsy driving has got to be extremely
2: dangerous. Yeah, you'd think so.
0: Did you know that was true, that if you just bite a lemon, that it it hits the back and top of your tongue and wakes you right up? That makes sense, though.
2: I did not, but I'll have to try it. Have to give it a whirl? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's not a bad plan. In any case, well, that was quite the show today. We open up with Benjamin. Benjamin Cruzey came in. Uh, we talked a lot about the situation that's going on politically, and we we try to do on this show, and I hope you guys, uh, that it shows through to the to the listeners, we're not trying to take any side on this, but I just get so worn down by these statements made by both sides that you know they're not true in the least, but... It's anything to make the other guy look bad. It's not to help you or to help me. It's to make the other guy look bad. And I find that very disturbing. And you know, we're paying out all this money and, and electing these people, and they do nothing but, but basically complain to each other. That's oh, their whole life.
2: As long as you can make politi- uh, money out of politics, people will do that. Indeed. To so make it illegal for people to, like, get campaign funds or something. I don't I like know. it.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.